You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Rewind here on Nerd to Know Media, streaming to you on Nerd to Know Media, the front page, also uh, Phoenix 92.5 FM and the True Penny Channel. My name is Daryl O'Connor. Uh, very welcome to have you guys here with us today because, again, I didn't think we were going to do a show. Uh, I was on the bus home and uh, Martin was like, you have to watch Greed. I'm like, OK, I said, if I get to watch Greed, um, we'll do the show. So, again, guys, this is your first time checking this out. Please go over to Nerto Media. All the links are there for everything we do. You can find them right here on the front page. It's super easy to find. We do a rake of shows. Please do go over and check them out. My name is Daryl Connor, as I said, and I'm not alone. I am joined by the one, the only, the undisputed, undefeated, Mr. Martin Hardy. Martin, how are you, sir? Well, uh, we got, uh, uh, let me try that again. Try it again. <laughs> We're live, pal. What? <laughs> <laughs> we are live. We're I live had on you Twitch, there for YouTube, a second. <laughs> yeah, we're all good, man. I'm flying. Listen, uh, I just watched Greed. Yes. No, I didn't. I watched Greed yesterday, which yes. I can't wait to talk about. I just watched Dynamite, which I can't wait to talk about. The point is that you man, have a lot to talk about. Wrestling's bloody great, isn't it? So. This week is kind of wild, right? So we have we're gonna basically for anyone who's checking the show out first, we do do this show for Phoenix FM. We also do it as a podcast and a live show as well on YouTube and Twitch. So usually we go about fifty five minutes, but you know we'll probably go a little bit over that. Um, and obviously we talk about the news of the week, but this show mainly is a time machine. We go back and look at at the wrestling from the past. Funny thing that you mentioned it. Do you know what today was in history? What was today? So on Raw, a sorry on Raw, twentieth uh, of August two thousand and two was Trish Stratus versus Stacey Keebler in a bra and panties mud match. Okay, are you able to pause the podcast for twelve to eighteen minutes? <laughs> it wasn't that long. It was. It wasn't I'm, a long match. I meant for me. But never mind. Oh, never mind. Uh, it, was, it, wasn't, you, it, it wasn't a good match, sir. Uh, you will be disappointed. Are you also aware that greed took place on the 18th of March? Yes, one day before, one day after St. Patrick's Day. It's how the open show. One day show. after St. Patrick's Day and okay. one day in pursuit or in, I don't know what the word for present is, but... One day in present of 
Martin Hertie's birthday. Your birthday's on the 18th of March. 18th of March, sir. No, it's crazy, right? So uh, Gary used to do the do the, the desk. So for, on the wrestling podcast, his birthday is also the 18th of March. What's with it with wrestling fans and my co-hosts having the same birthday? It's wild. Don't know what's up. I don't think it's fair to say that we killed WCW, <laughs> but uh, I mean it's it's not a good luck either, is it? You know, no, absolutely. Like not. if your birthday, even if you had nothing to do with it, but if your birthday was the same date as like the first day of the Holocaust, you'd be like, uh, maybe I won't celebrate it. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know, birthdays are, birthdays Sorry, are maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, maybe not, maybe not. Um, anyway. anyway, yikes. Okay, let's move on to... And talk yikes. <laughs> let's move on to uh, the talking points here that we have to kind of get to, right? So this week, why we said we are going to get to WCW Greed, as we said, we have it here. I can't wait to talk about it. But Can't we, wait. But we do have to wait because this man, CM Punk, is being ridiculous. So the wrestling world at the moment is going... Or is he being CM one second, Punk? One like, second. So hold on. One second, right? So I want to give want to give some backstory here. So not everybody that watches AEW, right? So um again, you didn't even know this happened until I said have you watched I AEW? didn't li- literally no, and yeah. to be fair to our listeners. Yeah, it, it it was a, 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 a I'll say a slightly narky text from our friend Dara <laughs> <laughs> to let me know because he knows I'm a big punk fan and he knows I'm a big AW fan and he sat yeah. there thinking to himself, I know how I can ruin this prick's day. <laughs> I I I enjoy, I'm not gonna lie to you, I enjoyed it a little bit. But you did, I did. I did, I, did, I really did. I was like, this is hilarious. It's a testament to how much I love you <laughs> that I still love you. Ah, that's fair. I appreciate it, man. You know the love is there, but I am going to uh I am gonna right, have some fun. One. Right. So got, got got my hero. <laughs> he did it to himself. Right, so what happened was, for anyone who doesn't know, CM Punk uh, came out on Dynamite and cut a promo, right? And he, so obviously he's not feuding with this man. He's feuding with Moxley, and they're going to have their title unification match next week, right? He called out Hangman Page randomly, right? Now Hangman wasn't there. Apparently, he was. He just wasn't. And uh, this apparently all goes back to the feud they had at All Out, or Double or Nothing. Was it Double or Nothing? It was Double or Nothing. And um, he was upset about it, right? And this led on to a litany of other um, incidents that Punk uh, has had over the past couple of weeks. So, you know, it goes on and on and on, right? Um, So here's apparently some of the stuff that's been happening. Uh, Punk holds a grudge. He really does. But the backstage news here was that Tony Khan uh, met with Punk before uh, Dynamite, and it's a breaking story. Uh, the Torch, uh, we're talking about it. Um, I think Wade Keller as well. Wade Keller from The Torch obviously was talking about it. There was another website, which I can't remember. This is coming from the wrestling headlines from, uh, what's this website here as well? Uh, wrestling Inc. Uh, <laughs> what culture? It's pretty much everywhere, right? So apparently there was even rumors that Punk wasn't going to show the, on this week's 
dynamite. He was that upset. Now, so let's see. In an update, it was from Fifield, right? So, quote, in an update on this, Fifield Select last night reported how Punk was uh, often verbally expressed his displeasure about uh, things during his AEW run. There was one recent example um, that had someone AEW thinking the straight superstar may end up quitting the company. Okay. So, a lot of this is coming from Fifield Select. Uh, he went off script and it has been described as going into business for himself. Now, I, what, wh- what what part of Punk's AW run, which has done literally nothing but like deify him, what part of his run do you think he would be like unhappy with? See, that's the thing, and that's 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 the the root of the issue for me, right? Now we've we've made jokes at Walmart, Reader Phil, and you know. <laughs> You you've made jokes. I've made jokes. <laughs> I I kind of liked uh, uh, Babyface Phil <laughs> because yeah, I thought it was cool because like, I mean, in terms of, so, okay, so you can look at wrestling in two ways. You can look at it as it is right now, or you can look at it in a whole as like the the entirety of uh, of what it's been. And yeah, you can look at. CM Punk coming out and being like, hey, I'm so happy to be here, blah, blah, blah. Or you can go, hey, it's CM Punk who has been the anti-voice of wrestling for like eight years, except we haven't even seen, he's been such an anti-voice, we haven't even seen him. He's been a no-voice, and then he's come out here. So, like, um, I, I, I know you've been slightly questioning of the <laughs> Walmart greeter Phil. I've been a big fan of it, but I think that this is all the sort of backstage stories and shoot stories and all that aside. I think this is the uh, start of a heel turn. I don't know. I mean, the thing about it is it's like, (laughs) why? (laughs) That's the thing. It's like, why? Like, no part of his the whole thing about Punk and AEW, it's so confusing because he was the voice of the voiceless in WWE. He was antagonist towards this and he and he, he's a much better heel than he is a face. He genuinely is. He's not a great face. He he never was. Well, this is why I thought you. This is why I thought you'd love this. But, like more yeah, of a but, heel than a face. Yeah, but there's no reason for him to be. It doesn't make any sense. Now, okay, so you know Meltzer even came out and said you know that this was. And Mike Johnson again came out and said, this is 100% a shoot, right? So this isn't an angle. So if, if it had been a worked angle where Punk was turning heel, fair enough, I would have been like, you know what? It's a cool way to do it. But the fact that it's 100% a shoot and Punk is talking about not showing up to things and he's unhappy, he's talking about leaving. I'm like, you came in, they gave you your belt, and you're upset by it. Now, look, I the, the promo that uh, Hangman... That he's upset about. It wasn't even that bad. I mean, it pretty much was like, oh, you're going into business for yourself and you shouldn't be here, etc. Fair enough. I mean, that's called, you know, wrestling. But Punk, it's just, it's weird because for me, a lot of his credibility died the minute he stepped into a UFC ring. And was showing up for what he was. Hold on. Hold on. No, no. Before we go on, we need to address this because me and you, as much as I love you, Dara, Mm. with all my heart, I love you. 
if I ever have a child, <laughs> even if it's a girl, I'll name her Dara. Fair. But you, you are wrong about this UFC thing because UFC is a different sport from pro wrestling. No. And it's, and it's the same, and I know we've had this argument, it's the same as saying, oh my God, CM Punk, you failed at tennis. <laughs> now you can't be a wrestler. I know we've had the exact same argument, but no, I, just, I, no, I'm I just, want to regurgitate it because I am a petulant no, you're not. You're not wrong, right? You are. You're not wrong. The thing about it is, the only reason why it rubs me the wrong way is because it's like, okay, look, we've all seen what happened. You can't really claim to be the best year when everyone saw you got battered. Like, but he got battered win. in MMA. I not know. I know. In wrestling, I it's know. Like, but it's like you saying somebody got beat at badminton, and therefore. They can't be a tennis champion. Yeah, it's just it's it's just it's it's one of those things where you're, you know, it, it, it's a whole package, you know. And then Punk comes out, and it, look, admittedly, he has had some very good matches in AEW. But, but, but well, hold on, what do you mean? Admittedly, he has had some. Well, we, His entire run in AEW has been gold. It's but been this amazing. Is, but this is what I'm saying. I don't know what he's upset about. Like, what more can Tony Khan give him? Like, because again, this isn't an angle, right? It might turn into one. And to be fair, if Tony Khan has any sense, which he does, um, he, sh- you know, should turn this into an angle and, you know, use this to, because I mean, there's so much buzz around it. Now, it's, to be fair, it is mostly negative. Um, I, think, you, you could I think it is an angle. Okay, but here's the thing. What do you make of the same reports that Tony Khan is apparently hard to work with and that he is kind of Vince McMahon-esque? I've heard that as well, and these kind of happen within the same weeks. There's some cracks happening. Well, here's the thing: is that I don't, I don't know what to make of them because mm. I have never in my whole life met Tony Khan. Fair. Never met Vince McMahon either, though. To be fair, never met Vince McMahon either. Exactly. Um, what it's just I do weird. Know, it's just what weird. I do that... know is that, uh, like, for the past three years, mm. all of we've heard. Is stories from wrestlers about how great it is to uh, move the AEW, and mm. you have a certain level of uh, freedom and a certain level of interaction and a certain level of uh, creative uh, control of your own character. But here's the thing: I'm not a wrestler. Yeah. And uh, Tony Khan, as many times as I've emailed him, <laughs> Tony, you prick. TK. He has TK. He has not re- not responded. Um, Either as Punk, Punk hasn't responded to your comments to. Uh, well, Tony hasn't responded because he knows I'm intellectually superior. Punk hasn't responded because he knows I have his number. Well, you have more of a number than him because you're one and zero, and he's like, what one and one from TKO. Oskelga. Every hand, every nudge. That's it. Look, it, it's just it. It's just a weird timing for this whole thing. I think Punk. Look, people are coming out and he's saying that it just doesn't look good for him. I mean, the thing about it, it's not like. Well, hold on, Dara. Yes. Like, okay, so you're you're a wrestling fan, but you're yes. not an AW fan. No, but no, no, I wouldn't say that. I'm, I, I'm a wrestling fan in general. I don't really care who it's for. AEW. Yeah, yeah. But that's but that's what I mean. You're yeah. um, 
an impartial impartial person. observer. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: if you take away all the, which is the same thing that I'm subject to, if you take away all the like insider knowledge, mm. you know, like like I think one of the things that ruins wrestling for a lot of wrestling fans is that we know too much about wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. If you take away all the insider knowledge, if you just go and look at this as a purely as a storyline, so mm. Punk came out in the ring, Punk faced off with Mox. Mox talked about like the shield. Punk talked about like uh no uh Punk talked about the shield. Mox talked about like uh you know uh scene and all that. Mm. Like if it wasn't for all this super smarky internet bullshit, mm. would you not be mad into this? Yeah, you see, that's the thing. I want to be. But then at the same... I think it's just because, one, I watched TNA consistently. I covered it for 10 years. I grew up on WCW. So, you know... The minute they start doing the, the, the boys in the back breaking the story and doing yeah. the shooty shoots, I get Danger Will Robinson vibes because it's like, oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> Here we go. And already AEW's on that line where I'm like, oh, it's very WCW-like and not in a good way I, I sometimes. Do, I don't think so. But here's, do, why, do, you actually, do, you genuinely, do you genuinely think it's like, like I know it's funny, Ah, it's very WCW. But you genuinely, and I'm asking you this as someone who who I respect, mm. who has a certain level of knowledge of WCW. Right. Do you do you actually think that AW is on a WCW trajectory? No, but the caveat is it very easily could be. And the thing about it is, I'm not even quantifying that with WCW per se. TNA is the canary of the coal mine, and you're going to see it, my friend. You're going to see it unfold on this show. You're going to see what I'm talking about. If you wouldn't listen, you're going to see what we're talking about. Just let everybody know, I have, I'm have. i not a uh, TNA expert, but my comrade, Dara, is a huge TNA fan. Yes. And in order to um, uh, expand my knowledge of TNA, I have signed up to... The OSW, which is a different podcast. Very I know podcast. we're not supposed to talk about different podcasts, but I think we're it's able a, to. We're able to. Uh, because we're forbid, not, there's no for, there's no forbidden door here. <laughs> we're not WWE. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the forbidden door of OSW. I've I have uh, just started the OSW arc of TNA, and I'm very excited. And the TNA is, is the best Like for me when AEW's When any time any wrestling company sets up Starts up I'm always like Is, is it going to become like TNA And There's loads of reasons for why TNA collapsed Or It never really collapsed But it's still limping on And it, it's actually great now But one of the reasons why it got so bad Was because there was no This kind of stuff happened Where Dara. the wrestlers took over And ended Dara. up Yeah Dara. Yes. Listen. I understand why you're not sure. Concerned is the no, word. No, 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 Dara. Dara. 
I was here when Triple H and Stephanie McMahon came out and told us that things were going to be different. I was here when Seth Rollins hit the fiend with a toolbox and that was somehow not cool in a hell in a cell match. I'm not as different as you think I am. We engage with wrestling on a level that is cartoonish but also realistic. It's mm. like a it's like a it's like a symbiotic thing. It's a you know, but um, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, like, it's just when you, I suppose how this works out will will be my opinion on it. If if it goes to a way where, you know, it turns into something where Punk ends up leading the faction or it's for control of the company. That could be cool. But if it's just Punk throwing toys out of his pram for no reason, I'd be like, you literally have no reason to do that. But are you not concerned that, that like, so think back to when, when all this stuff first happened, right? Are you not concerned that, like, whenever Funk, whenever Punk was first doing this stuff, you were like, okay, so, uh, yeah, I don't mind if he's doing this, or but uh, it's only if it leads to something. Like, yeah. are you are you not concerned that punk is doing punk things, and you are reacting in a non-punk way? It's, no, it's more like punk doing punk things. Is to be fair, this is this was always part of the course. I want to like read this here. Triple H said this nine, eleven, ten years ago, eleven years ago. You'll only accept change if it means CM Punk is on top, because unless CM Punk is not the guy, that's enough for you. And you and me are a lot like punk. The only difference is I told everybody that I'm going to step on you to get to the top. You don't have the balls to do it. You're a backdoor. You're around. You're trying to be a matter. And here's the thing. If that's true, punk is more like Hulk Hogan. And I have heard people say that this is Hulk Hogan WCW moves, which worries me to no end. Because not good. Nick said good, as the Germans would say. Do you believe it to be true? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't believe it to be true. Like or, the MDF from the entire, the, MDF, no. the entirety of everything I have ever known about CM Punk. Um, he does not strike me as an angel. He does not strike me as, and and more than he doesn't strike me as an angel. He doesn't strike me as someone who tries to be an angel. He doesn't strike hmm. me as someone who tries to be the. The Messiah of of uh, wrestling. Yeah, it's he is. You know, he strikes me as a man. So this is very insecure. Though. <laughs> this is insecurity on a level that isn't warranted. Like Hogan's insecurity in WCW and TNA and WWE. But this is, but this is insecurity. But this is, is insecurity. Warranted. No, but this is insecurity based on a report we 
we can't verify. We don't know. Well, okay, initially... Well, hold, but hold on. Okay, so but the before, observer has confirmed it, to be fair. But hold on. Before you say initially, CM Punk is the world heavyweight champion of AEW. Correct. Who is he insecure of? That's what I'm saying. That's why it makes no sense. And I think that's what a lot of fans are feeling frustrated about. I'm like, what else can Punk... Okay, I'll put it this way. Let's say this is all true, right? This is all true. Okay. What else can AEW do for CM Punk to make him happy? Genuinely. Okay. I'm thinking... He's the world champion. I mean... I don't know what else he could be possibly upset about. That's what's so annoying about it. I just don't understand it. It's so. I hope. Look, I hope it's not true. I really do because that would suck. I mean, I I want Punk to be. They, but Punk's stuff always has to be against something. And in AEW, and this is what I'm saying to you from the beginning, Punk's not against anything in AEW because they're giving him everything. But this is why I've been saying to you that I don't think this is a real issue. That, that I mm. think this is a, a work. Okay. Because Punk's whole thing is that he has to be against something. Yes. You know? And now Punk is against. But but like if you genuinely look look back. Mm. Like. Okay so. He had one of the. Like. not Not in the last 10 years. Not in the last 15 years. In all of wrestling, in wrestling history, he had one of the greatest returns ever. Absolutely. Like, ever. Like, Punk's return on Rampage was insane, Mm. right? And then he returned and he beat uh, Adam Page. He beat whoever else, mm. and he beat all these people, and he got the world title. And if you're going to say to me that uh, Punk has an issue backstage, yeah, you know, I just uh, I find it hard to believe. Mm. Dude's a world champion, and everybody loves him. Yeah, it's well. That's where I was coming from. I think we're on the same page, there, Martin. Genuinely, because it's that's where I was coming from. So, again, it's one of the most surprising stories, but we'll leave it there because let's get to the meat of the show here, which uh, is uh, uh. WCW Greed. I can't wait. Uh, and these screenshots really do sum up <laughs> what a show it was. But here, before we get into it, right, I came across this article on What Culture. Go on, so, do it. So this is by a guy called John Bills, and it was written in 2016, right? Oh, what a prank. <laughs> Nine things I learned watching WCW <laughs> Greed, right? So and I, I've, I've gone through one or two of them, and I'm like, okay, this is a good one. So let's let's kind of go through this. I'm, I, I'm not going gonna, gonna, like, to do them in, in live time here so you can actually like, okay. react so, to them, okay? So part, this, this is me reacting in real time. Yeah, okay, so here we go. Right. So, number nine, WCW was no longer a big-time promotion. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I think that was fair. Like, uh, Kiwi versus, what was your man's name? Uh, Jason uh, Jett? I think you find it's Kiwi. 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 
And yeah, neither one of these guys scream main event talent or even top tier talent, you know? So that's Well, you fair. say that now, but when we talk about greed, they actually had a very good match. They had a great match, but his point here is saying that uh, these days of Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero opening with a pay-per-view are long gone, which, <laughs> well, I mean, we remember those days because we covered them. Well, Dara, if yes. that is what your point is, I have no option but to agree with your point. Well, it's his point. I'm just, you know, John Bill's point. All right, next one. Don't, Dara, yes. don't you let John Bill accept control of your opinion. You're a very intelligent man. Fair. And you've accepted control of these WCW pay-per-views and I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay down the law here. If Dara says it's a thing, it's a fucking thing. Right. Please edit that out. It's a live show. Uh, oh, sorry. If Dara says it's a thing, it's a flipping thing. Hey, Hamika Toga. Uh, thanks for joining us. And thanks for subscribing. We appreciate it. Do we have I saw a you, Japanese I saw you friend? Are- I saw you at Comic Con. Oh, cheers. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Um, Hi, Mika. Hope you enjoyed the show at uh, Comic Con and this one. Dara is our uh, intelligent and friendly friend. I'm our big, ignorant f- flipper from <laughs> rural Ireland. So, here, the next point here, right? Uh, the, also, uh, I don't know if you saw uh, Greed, Amiko, uh, if you did. You know, let us know what you thought. The Cruiserweights carried the show until the end, which we've said from the beginning, Martin. We've said that the WCW Cruiserweight division pretty much was the only good not, thing, not, really. Not only was the only good thing, was the, the the Cruiserweight division was not only the only good thing. It was it was the, the last prayer of WCW. The, the only, the only prayer WCW had of ever being something was in making itself something different was in making itself something separate from WF and they they could have done that they had such an amazing an insane cruiserweight division they could have been incredible So we have a comment just here. Didn't. They just didn't. I don't know much about wrestling and all. Oh, that's okay. On the channel, we have a lot of stuff uh, about video games and nerd stuff as well. Nerd to Know Basis is the show on Wednesday night. So yeah, check out the podcast. Um, Fridays and Saturdays is usually when we do the wrestling stuff. But thanks so much for your comments. We really appreciate it. There's tons of content on the on the YouTube channel as well that isn't wrestling. But uh, thanks so much. Martin, I agree with you. Um, you're 100% correct there. You really are. Um, uh, and the next one, the the Magnificent Seven were a strange sable. Yeah, they were. Uh, so this was Scott Steiner, um, Lex Luger, uh, Buff Bagwell, Jeff Jarrett, and Road Warrior, Warrior Animal. Uh, yeah, I flicked over this completely. Cool, I'll check it out. Yeah, no, please do. Uh, thanks so much for stopping in. But who, who are you talking to? Uh, Amico's leaving comments on, uh, on the channel. Amico? Amico, yeah. Uh, hello, Amico. How are you? How's things? Um, okay. Amico, who's your favorite wrestler? They said they don't know much about wrestling. 
Right. Amico, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I've. I've. The whole time we've been doing this uh, WCW tour, I've been aware of all of these fucking nonsense uh, skits. Mm. That these uh, WCW personalities have been doing in the backstage. It's been like I mean, when it's not part of the actual story, it's like a kind of confusing. Mm. But when it's just something that they're doing for no reason, it's bloody insulting. So they're sitting here and they're talking like we're talking about these WCW superstars who are doing. I don't like using the word superstars, but they're but they're doing this like a uh, gangrel stuff or this Undertaker stuff, and it's so bloody stupid. I just want to punch them, goddamn face. But that is not convivial to my good friend Dara, who runs a. Wonderful wrestling podcast. So, Martin, uh, our friend Hamiko here said, um, I like the man. I like man like there is. He's from Birmingham. So that must be an independent wrestler. And I went to one OTT thing. Yeah, OTT are cool. Um, they're they're Irish independent wrestlers. OTT are amazing. But, uh, uh, we're, we're actually very lucky in Ireland in that OTT aren't... Uh, like a local, like a local organization, we can be uh, involved with. Mm. OTT are actually like a, a, like internationally, they're a tremendous organization. Absolutely, OTT are one of the uh, links of international wrestling, and we should be mm. very proud of them. Absolutely. Um. Another thing here, number six, Sean Stasiak was terrible. Yes. <laughs> we Sean Stasiak yeah. was, was terrible. But he, he, he adds Stacey Keebler look great, though. Which. Oh, I was, I was, just, about to, I was just about to say Stacey Keebler looked great. Yeah. Um, but, and no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to blow over this. Uh, so. Sean Sezak was terrible. Ceci Keebler looked great. And I just want anybody who's out there sitting to uh, look at their clump of uh, dried leaves and, and flint and say, hey, would you rather that in this moment where we are lost in the middle of the woods that we have Sean Sezak or Stacey Keebler? And I think that would, uh, I think that would answer all problems. Fair. Number five, Buff Bagwell was in WCW a long time. He was. He was since 1991. W, w, number four, WCW was finally punished. Uh, punish was finally punishing old guys. Yes, finally they understood what was what was going wrong because, as we said at one point, the old guys to use. Uh, John's words here. They were the good. Uh, they were the. They were the faces. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Number three. Sean O'Hare could have been special. 
Sean O'Hare was good. WWE also dropped the ball with him. But now he's an MMA guy, apparently. And then, no, sorry. He was an MMA, and then he killed himself, unfortunately. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh! 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 What? Okay. I can't do anything about the killed himself stuff, because what I can say is that Sean O'Hare was one of the many, many, I mean, there's about two dozen WCW wrestlers. Sean O'Hare was one of the many, many WCW wrestlers who was fucked over by WWE. Yes. Fucked over. And not only, I'm not fucked over. uh, I'm sorry, Dara. Are we on the. uh, Dude, it doesn't matter. I'm going to swear on you. I'm sorry, Dara. I apologize. That's okay. not 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 fucked over in terms of the um in terms of oh all be it's funny you'll be fucked over they can be part of our song or they can be part of our story no whenever the contracts ended there were a lot of wrestlers who were fucked over by WWF mm. speaking of which. Late WCW was the same as early TNA. Basically, that's very true. It had a mixture of washed-up talent and new guys who are completely, completely incredible. Um, and, yeah, it's crazy. It, it shows where this is kind of like that crossover point where WCW was starting to fade away and out of its ashes, really, TNA kind of just were like, right, we're going to pick this up again. So, um, and number- were those Were those... Uh- were those um, WDF guys who like uh, agreed? Like who were, were they the 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 new TNA? Pretty much. The last point here, right? The World Championship Wrestling was dead. Well, see, that's what we wanted to say. So overall, the show itself. I mean, Martin, we enjoyed it. We we were talking about this beforehand. So the show here. To go down to the card really quick to run it down. Uh, sorry, it opened up with the cruise with uh, that Jason Jet defeating yeah. uh, and then there was a tag team in- but, invitation. Yeah, but cruise, not only defeating away. them, it was like it was like a, a good thirty uh, in a match. Yeah, it was like a, a indicator. Mm. In in fact, the whole the whole uh, pay per view was an indicator of what was supposed to come, except it never came. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. Uh, what's it? And then Eli, so the the best match of the night, I think. If you're only gonna watch one match from this, it's this one. It's the Eli Skipper. I say Eli, not Eli. Elix Skipper, Kid Romeo defeated Billy Kidman and uh, Rey Mysterio. The best match on the card by a country mile, right? Surprise. Oh. Brilliant. Surprise Bam Bang. I was going to run through this real quickly and then we'll talk about it. Surprise Bam Bam appearance, which was which was weird. Um, and then it ended with a very, very good main event for the title. But, uh, Martin, is there anything, any main points you want to... Hold on. Who's that WWE guy who wears gold and sings his own intro? Do you know? That's a question we got in the chat. Who's that WWE guy who Hulk wears Hogan? gold? Hulk Hogan? I think it's Hulk Hogan. Or sh- it could be Shawn Michaels. No, no, no because uh, definitely not Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he's. Oh wait, no, it would be Shawn Michaels. Kurt Angle, maybe. No, 
Oh, I don't know. We're gonna have to look. we'll look into that for you, Emiko. Um, that's that's a good question. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll tell you, I'm almost certain that it's Hulk Hogan. Did he sing his own intro at all? No, he didn't sing his own intro. So that's what I have to you have to wear gold and sing your own intro. Wow. But you have to wear gold and yeah. sing your own intro? Yeah. Okay. I saw him like I saw him on Raw like five years ago. Can't remember anything else. So five years if ago. You have to, if you have to wear gold and sing your own intro, I think it might be uh Funaki. No, he wasn't on Raw. Could be Cena. Maybe John Cena. Oh, come on, Funaki. No, Funaki didn't sing his own intro. Well, I have much more respect for Funaki than I have for Cena. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to go with John Cena because I think, you know, that's probably the case of it. But, right, Martin, comments on this, your overall your overall view of this pay-per-view. The floor is yours. Okay, so it's it's the pay-per-view and not the story. Yeah, pay-per-view. Okay, so... My overall view on greed is heartbreaking. I think greed was if you if you examine it as just a single uh just a single story, it was uh two and a half hours of uh very good wrestling. Mixed with uh, very good storytelling by very good people who wanted to go home. Okay. If you actually look at this uh, story, look at this um, wrestling pay-per-view, it was a tremendous event Mm. by... People who knew that their industry was dying, mm. that their company was, and I apologize, Dara, their company was fucked, and that they still went out there and they did the goddamn best that they had, and they, particularly with the uh, uh, cruiserweights, they killed themselves. To make sure that the very last memory we have of WCW, not not even that it was good, not even that it was great, but they ki- these people killed themselves to make sure that the very last memory of WCW we had was that it it wasn't bad. So here's so in two thousand eighteen. Um, 411 Mania gave it a rating of 7 and here's his quote right uh, Kevin Padtoga if I hope I said that correctly quote I ended up liking this pay-per-view way more than I expected there's several good matches including the opener and the main event the CW tag team so Cruiserweight tag team match was easy the last great WCW match that is true that is very true. It's interesting to see how well most of this will book. WCW was clearly heading for something better in 2001. The tag team title squash worked wonderfully, which it did. The Dusty tag match was entertaining, and I dug their Cruiserweight title match. A good show with some high-quality booking decisions. Now, that's a very, very good point. That's a very, very good point. I I like. I also really enjoyed Canyon 
uh, on the show. You know, we love Canyon. Um, I really enjoyed his match with Ernest Miller. Um, I think if WCW had it kept going, we would have seen more shows like this. I think the days of total nonsense were done for the most part. But it was a little too late at this point, I, I think, Martin. I think, you know, we unfortunately wouldn't see uh, another show from WCW on a pay-per-view. Our next show that we're going to do in our WCW timeline, the final one's going to be the final Nitro, and it wasn't as good as this. Um, you know, rather than going through this match by match, to kind of finish up. Um, do you think we should go, in, instead of the final Nitro, should we do, and own, and I'm only saying this because that many of the last uh, pay-per-views have been subject to it. Do you think we should do a double episode, the final Thunder and the final Nitro? We can do that, yeah. We could actually absolutely watch the last Thunder and the last um, the last Nitro. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Because, All yeah, right. and, you know, here's another indicator on this show, right? So we, we commented on it that any time an abundance of Thunder shows would make up the main storylines. The pay-per-view was always terrible. This show had a mix where Nitro and Thunder were working together to tell an overarching story, which made everything seem good. And this is a case where that happened. Like, WCW, while it was going down the tubes, they were still trying to hang on because they didn't know what was going down the tubes. And remember, what killed WCW wasn't that they didn't want to do it anymore. It was that the network were like, we don't want wrestling. So, um... I mean, actually, I think uh, Goldust might be the one you're thinking about, Himiko, because they didn't sing his team music, but he does wear gold. And he was on the show as as Dustin Rhodes. So, you know, Goldust was on the show, but not really. Um, uh, it's funny did. as well, Rick, Rick, uh, Rick Flair was teaming with Jeff Jarrett. Isn't it funny that, you know, 22 years later, he would they'd get the band back together <laughs> for the last match? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so look, you know, I, I when I saw that uh, the article from What Culture, I think that was a much better way of then going match to match because it really summed up my thoughts on this. I didn't even think it was going to do do it, but I mean, when you're watching it, it hits you over the head where it's like there's so much good here, but it also really was dead in the water at this point as well. Like there's nothing they could they could do, and it eventually became TNA. Uh, two years later, you know, you have the first, well, actually a year later, and then you have the, the 2003 when TNA really start get, get going. But, um, Martin, I'm going to give the, I'm going to, before we finish up here, match of the night on this, biggest missed opportunity for you, and where you think they should have went with this if they had had one more pay per view? Well, so, okay, so match of the night for me is uh, DDP. And it, it actually doesn't matter who he fought. DDP took this dying promotion mm. and he made an incredible pay-per-view out of it. And DDP is very much the uh, Bret Hart because he 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 could have he he took any any promotion and he could have made an incredible gripping uh, feud. And 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 compelling narrative out of it. Um, beyond Bret Hart, I mean, all I would say is uh, Batista. Batista wouldn't show for another two years, but still, 
I like I, I, I like the forward head booking. Biggest but that's why I said Batista, Dara. Hmm. I am a visionary. You are biggest miss opportunity <laughs> of the night. <laughs> biggest missed opportunity tonight, Martin. Yeah. Which do you think it was on the match? What were you let down by? In terms of the match, which match uh, did you not think lived up to? I thought all of them were pretty good, to be fair. The tag team's match was a squash, but to be fair, I didn't really want to see totally buffed in another classic, so I'm kind of glad they got beaten as quickly as they did. There was, uh, so the world championship match between uh, DDP. Mm. DDP was an incredible and a genuinely brilliant wrestler. Mm. And it's so weird. He was one of the guys they would never ever let have a clean win, like a clean finish over whoever the champion was. And uh, I always thought one of the one of the major downfalls of WCW was that they had this incredible champion in DDP, and they never never acknowledged him. No, they didn't. They really didn't. Um, and actually, I know, we got chat here. Hamik uh, says there was a WW, a Scooby Doo WWE thing. Yeah, there was. There was two WWE things. I think wasn't there? There was one. One with CM Punk, actually. I think there was another Who's one. Who's this? Uh, in the chat here, we have a question. Was there a Scooby-Doo WWE thing? I think there was two. There was. It was a Scooby-Doo WWE thing. It was called then, Scooby-Doo. And then there was a Fl- Flintstone one with CM Punk was the main character. Exactly. And it was yeah. very strange because... Um, I liked it, though. I thought that was good. No, I actually, I actually saw this. And uh, CM Punk was one of the... Uh, characters mm. and uh, it turned out that the, the person who was being the ghost actually owned the uh, the circus it no was, way I was, was an old defunct circus and then whenever they everybody came down and said oh it turns out it was just my my brother mm. who owned the circus CM Punk shot him in the head like, like murdered him, like killed him in the back of the head. Did that happen? Yeah. Oh well, I haven't seen the Scooby Doo thing, so I am taking Martin's word. Well, on this it, is but... what this is. This is like, I know me and you are young fellas, so Scooby Doo means something different to us. But Scooby Doo nowadays is about uh, is about violent murder. There you go. Okay, well, look, we're going to leave it there, folks, um, for this week. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Himiko, thank you so much. Thank you for checking out the channel and for your comments. We really do appreciate it. Um, again, for anyone, if this is your first show, Nerdstone Media, we have shows on everything. Comics, video games, you name it, it's there. We do this show every Friday normally, and we stream it as well. Uh, Martin, is there anything you want to plug before we, we wrap up? Yes. Yes. If you have the N64 uh, Switch version, you can get uh, Wave Race, which is a 
uh, Jet Ski. I don't know if you if you haven't played it before, it's amazing. If you have played it before, it's uh, it's a big old part of your childhood. She so should go and download that and have a big old smile. And also, Dara yes. is a very handsome man. Appreciate it. Really do. <laughs> uh, folks again Nerd Snow Media The True Penny Channel Phoenix 92.5 FM And of course The WrestlingRewind.com We will see you Next week Where we're going to be Looking at The last Ever Episode of Thunder And WCW Nitro oh! and, then, and then we're doing Our palate cleanser Which is going to be On the WWE Network They have The whole run of The Ministry of Darkness Martin So we're oh. going to be Looking at that As our palate cleanser So folks You do not want to miss that we will talk to you next week here on Airflow Media, the True Page channel, and of course, the rest of the world. Bye, guys. You have nothing else to do on a Saturday? Do you like nerd things? Now check out Nerd to Know Basis here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, 5pm to 6pm, and then head over to nerdtoknowmedia.com for all of our shows as part of the Nerd to Know Media radio network. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.